Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Nikki B's Movie Corner. And this week, I'm going to talk about uh, something that disappointed me that came out in the world of movie news this past week. Um, I was kind of struggling as to what I was going to talk about uh, this week because I really didn't, uh, there really wasn't anything going on in the world of movie news that I thought was worth uh, doing a podcast about. Uh, I know that the. Um, the Oscar nomination, uh, the list for the Oscar nominations were put out this week. And I normally don't, um, I normally don't talk a lot about the Oscars. Uh, for one, I haven't seen a lot of the movies that are nominated, uh, in any year, um, that they put out the Oscar nominations. I always kind of see them, uh, I always kind of see them later than I should. Uh, and I'm going to see, um, I'm actually going to see the, uh, list, for the uh, the eight best picture nominations in a couple weeks uh, for this uh, Cinemark, the theater chain Cinemark is putting out their Oscar movie week um, showings at this one particular theater, and I'm going to see all those movies um, that week. So then I'll have a better uh, understanding about the uh, films nominated this year. Um, but anyway, I don't normally, uh, talk a lot about the Oscars because every single year that they put out the nominations list, I always am, I always am disappointed <laughs> because they always leave out so much, uh, they always leave out a particular performance. They always leave out a particular director. They always leave out a particular script that I thought was the best of the year. Uh, visual effects, anything. And uh, this year is certainly no exception. Um, this was this was a very very disappointing uh, list of nominations. Although some uh, I was generally surprised to see. Um, I was surprised to see Black Panther get a Best Picture nomination. I do like that a lot. Uh, I thought I, you know, I put Black Panther as one of the best, my top five movies of the year in my top ten list. I loved Black Panther, but they left out so much from that movie. Anyway, I'm going to get into it a little bit, and I'm going to give you five of the snubs from this year that I felt personally deserved a nomination and sadly didn't get it um this is uh this is these are particular actors particular directors uh scores screenplays what have you i'm just kind of kind of break down five snubs from the oscar nomination list this year uh not in any particular order or anything like that these are just five that i sort of thought of right off the top of my head and without further ado let's get this started Kicking off this list, first of all, n absolutely no nominations for A Quiet Place. This absolutely blows my mind. I cannot believe that A Quiet Place was not nominated for any major awards uh, for the Oscars this year. I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure. I think it was nominated for a couple of critics choice awards and something like that. But I felt that there was so much brilliant. There was so much brilliant things that John Krasinski did with that movie. It was definitely 
one of the best it was one of the best horror films of this year if not the best horror film this year i know that the academy likes to i, I typically i know that the academy doesn't nominate a lot of horror films um but i thought that a quiet place really stood out and i really thought that it deserved a lot of academy recognition and i thought it was going to deserve a lot of out of academy recognition but even if it was just for Emily Blunt's performance in A Quiet Place, I feel that it should have deserved it. If you have not seen A Quiet Place, or if you've seen, actually I should say, if you've seen A Quiet Place, you know that scene where Emily Blunt is trying to give birth in the bathtub without having to make a sound or trying to make a sound. It's one of the most intense scenes of this year and it is such a perfectly executed scene. I I remember just seeing that movie and looking around at everyone in the theater and everyone was biting their nails or holding onto their chair as tightly as they could because it was just such it was just such a brilliantly executed scene that I have not seen <laughs> frankly in any in a lot of horror movies as of recent, even though, you know, horror movies are some of my favorite genre that, <clears throat> sorry, that was probably the, one of the least, I mean, it's just, I, I just, if they could have just nominated it for Emily Blunt's performance alone, didn't have to get anything for best picture, didn't have to get any, you know, directing nominations or anything like that. If they could have just put, Emily Blunt's name into consideration for best actress, then I, oh man, I just, it was just such a brilliant performance. And Emily Blunt is one of my favorite actresses right now. She's definitely in my top five uh, actresses right now. I think she's absolutely fantastic in a lot of the movies that she's in, but I felt the quiet place was definitely, I thought a, a quiet place was her best performance as of late. Uh, that she has ever given, uh, frankly. Um, it's just absolutely crazy. And the fact that it didn't even get anything for sound editing or sound mixing or any of the technical awards, they could have just done something like that, but they didn't. Um, it's just, oh man, it's, it's, it's just absolutely crazy to me that this movie got overlooked. If I was a part of the Academy uh, or if I was a member of the Academy, I probably never will be, but, uh, <laughs> but I just would, I would have to put a quiet place, a quiet place's name into consideration and ask the voters to consider that movie. Cause I know that a lot of them don't really care all that much about horror films, like horror films and comedies always seem to be kind of left out of the bunch in the Oscar nominations list. Every once in a while, something will kind of sleep sweep through and kind of scourge its way in there. Uh, as far as like a horror movie or a comedy or something like that goes, it's horror comedies and blockbusters, big blockbusters, uh, that seem to get left out. Although they did nominate uh, black Panther for best picture. Um, but I certainly, I know a lot of people, you could certainly make that case to put a quiet place as part of the, as part of getting awards recognition. Cause 
It's just a, it's for, in my opinion, it's just a brilliant, brilliant film. Would it win Best Picture if it was nominated? I don't know, and I don't think it would, but at least have that name in there, and I wouldn't really have that much to talk about. <laughs> I would be celebrating the fact that A Quiet Place got a lot of nominations, but I mean, it's just the fact that it was left out to me is just absolutely ridiculous. Up next is a snub that caught a lot of people by surprise. A lot of people were considering that this film, or a lot of people were saying actually that this movie was going to get nominated for Best Documentary Feature, and I certainly would be in that category. Won't You Be My Neighbor, the Mr. Rogers documentary. This is absolutely crazy that this was left out of the equation. This was one of the best documentaries that came out this year. Just a brilliant, brilliant documentary. And it did surprisingly well in the box office, considering that documentaries don't all don't always tend to be big box office hits. But this one seemed to catch strike a chord with a lot of audiences and the fact that it didn't even get nominated is just absolutely insane a lot of people felt that this movie was not only one of the best documentaries of this year a lot of people thought it was one of the best films of this year when it originally debuted i mean i remember hearing some you know reports that when it debuted at Sundance last year that a lot of people were saying even then back in like January of 2018, that this was going to be nominated for a best documentary feature Oscar. And it ultimately didn't happen. I don't know why it didn't happen. Um, I certainly thought, I mean, it was, it was just such a, it was just such a heartwarming story you know and you know for anybody who grew up watching mr rogers as a kid um or anyone or anyone if you're not even familiar with mr rogers neighborhood at all you certainly could get a lot of enjoyment from watching this documentary and it could quite possibly be your introduction into mr rogers neighborhood in that world um but the fact that oh man just such a I just felt that that movie was the movie that we needed for these divisive times. You know, it was just such a, the fact that, you know, it's, oh man. Um, <laughs> I don't try to, you know, I know it's just, look, I know that a lot of, you know, the Oscars and stuff like that, the, about the nominations list, a lot of it is a political game in Hollywood uh, about as far as people um, what they push to be nominated. A lot of studios will push for certain things to be nominated. And I don't know if they did push for Won't You Be My Neighbor to be nominated, um, but I certainly hope someone did. And for whatever reason, it just got left out of the equation. And I don't know what... I've never even heard of some of the other uh, documentary features that were out this year. I mean, I typically, cause I'm a big documentary buff myself. Uh, and by the way, the Robin Williams documentary is another one. The Robin Williams documentary come inside my mind, another snub. I put that on my top 10 of the year. I certainly think that that could have was worthy of a nomination in and of itself. But on the more I, I think about it, maybe, uh, well, you know, the more I think about it, it may not have ended up on that list since it is an HBO documentary. But then again, 
Um, one of the best picture nominations, Roma, is a Netflix original film, and that got and that got nominated for best picture and best director and foreign language film and all that. And it wasn't even it's and it was a Netflix film. You know, it didn't go to theaters. And I know Netflix now has been kind of um, been getting there's been a lot of recognition in recent years for Netflix films to get awards consideration, which I certainly think is a good thing uh, because, you know, Netflix has been putting out a lot of original content, a lot of original films uh, very recently, maybe within the last five years, I want to say. But it's just, man, I just, I just really would have wished that there were certain documentaries. I'll put both the Won't You Be My Neighbor and the Robin Williams documentary as far as the movies that I felt should have been nominated for Best Documentary Feature. I just, it just, oh man. (laughs) I try not to get too, you know, worked up about this because at the end of the day, it's all opinions at the end of the day. And, you know, look, I respect that. I respect other people's opinions about films and I love getting into conversations about, you know, there's certain things that I like that some of my friends don't like and that's all completely fine. But I just really would have liked to have seen certain films be represented in some way. And I do think that those two documentaries that I just listed are perfect examples of films that not only were the best documentaries of the year, as I said, but were some of the best films of this year. And it's just, it's just absolutely insane. Another uh, film that was left out of the awards circle that I was shocked was left out was mid nineties. Jonah Hill's directorial debut. I thought that this was a brilliant film. I certainly think that there was a lot about that film that you could certainly recognize as awards worthy uh, for two reasons. One is the acting in that movie from child actors. Uh, well, maybe not child actors, but a lot of, you know, these actors were kids. Um, the main, uh, actor in the movie, Sonny Soljek, uh, about the young, the main star of mid nineties, I thought was absolutely fantastic. And I thought was one of the better kid performances in recent years, maybe since, since I really do think that that was one of the best child actor performances since that kid in the movie Looper, uh, if you've seen the movie Looper, you know what I'm talking about, but it's just, I just, oh man, it's just because, because kid actors, let's be real. Some of them aren't all that really great. A lot of them aren't really all that great. There's only a few that come through every once in a while that are really great kid actor performances. Um, namely like something like Haley Joel Osment in the sixth sense, uh, the kid in looper, which I just mentioned. And I would certainly throw Sonny Soljek in that grouping i certainly i absolutely would he was absolutely fantastic in the movie you really and then and you're really rooting for this kid to find his place in life because he has such a shitty home life and he finds solace with this group of skaters and you're just rooting for him the whole movie and i thought it was one of the one of the better one of my 
top performances in all of this year. One of my favorite performances in this year. And also, you can't leave out some of the other kids that were in the movie that gave really good performances, considering the fact that a lot of them aren't professional actors. A lot of them weren't professional actors. You know, Jonah Hill casted all of these young skaters to be the supporting cast in the movie. And, you know, a lot of them weren't professional actors, but, and sometimes that can kind of go either way. Sometimes when you hire people that aren't actors, it could go either way. You know, like for instance, uh, if I'm thinking back, there was this movie that came out um, about a year ago called The 1517 to Paris. I don't know if you're familiar with that film. Or actually, um, yeah, The 1517 to Paris, which was directed by Clint Eastwood. And he cast a lot of the real-life heroes that were in that film instead of professional actors. And it kind of... It... it it kind of showed uh, in that movie because, you know, they weren't all weren't really that great actors. I appreciated what Clint Eastwood was trying to go for in that movie uh, to really, I appreciate that he wanted to get the real life heroes of that story to be the lead actors in the movie, but it kind of was a bit of a risk because they weren't all that great. But again, it's, you, I can't really give them too much slack because, you know, they're not really actors and it was their first time doing it. And, you know, so for that reason, I kind of just, I don't really fault it uh, for that, but sort of, that's an example, you know, you cast real life people instead of professional actors and it can go, but either way, good or bad. But when Jonah Hill did it for mid nineties and cast these young skaters, I thought it pulled off really well. Uh, it came off more. It just felt more real. It just felt more honest. And it was a, it was a raw film. And I just really, really, I just really, really loved that movie. Um, not only because I am fascinated with the 19, <laughs> I, I really, you know, I, I was born in the mid nineties, so I obviously don't remember the nineties. Uh, I was a young, young kid in the nineties, but I certainly have an affinity for that period. And, you know, as I said, in my top 10 of the year, not only was it a great nostalgia trip, quote unquote, but it was a great story that you could care about. And that bleeds into another snub for that movie. And that is the screenplay Jonah Hill's. I thought Jonah Hill's screenplay for that movie was absolutely fantastic. And it, cause it was so real. It didn't feel like it just it didn't feel like it was a script that these kids were reading. It really did feel like conversations that you and me would have. I mean, granted, I was never really into the skating community, but I really feel like you don't have to be a skateboarder or in the skating to community to appreciate what the movie is. It's a great coming-of-age story, and I feel like a lot of people will relate to it, and the fact that it didn't get nominated is just absolutely insane. I mean, because I love that movie, and I know that that movie wasn't getting a lot of Academy recognition, um, but I certainly would if I was a part of the Academy again, uh, but it's just absolutely ridiculous. If you haven't seen Mid-90s, go check it out if you love a good coming-of-age story. Um, I certainly think it was sort of a mild, more mild version of that movie Kids that came out in the mid nineties. Uh, that movie kids, by the way, which is one of the, 
one of the most controversial movies of all time, uh, considering the fact that a movie like that was just so raw in its approach. Um, it's certainly mid nineties. Isn't as raw as kids is it's more out of, <clears throat> I don't want to say it's more, you know, palatable for mainstream audiences, but cause there are some raw moments in there, but it's, it's more, it's not as dark as kids. Um, but it's anyway, mid nineties, check it out. Absolutely crazy. It didn't get nominated. Another snub that I have to mention, this one kind of goes hand in hand. I have a sort of, um, there's a bit of a, um, I don't want to say mixed feeling about this, but, uh, black Panther got nominated for best picture of this year, which I think is great. Uh, I absolutely love the fact that black Panther got nominated for best picture this year. One of the first, to my knowledge, it's the first big comic book movie to be nominated for best picture since they almost always get locked out of any Oscar consideration, uh, despite the fact that every year Marvel movies break records at the box office and are huge hits and events when they come out. Practically the whole world goes to pay to see a Marvel movie and they almost always get leaved out of the Oscars, uh, or any major award for that matter. Uh, but black Panther did get nominated for best picture. I do like that a lot considering the fact that it is one of the best comic book movie that has come out in recent years. Uh, I definitely put it in my top five comic book movies. That's, but that's a whole other, uh, uh, that's a whole other podcast that I might do sometime down the road. Um, while, it did get nominated for best picture and other few awards. They did leave out Ryan Coogler for best director. They left out Chadwick Boseman for best actor, and they left out Michael B. Jordan for best supporting actor. Michael B. Jordan getting snubbed again for any major awards. This guy, as I've said before, is one of the best actors working today. Uh, at least for me, he is anyway. I think this guy is an absolute talent. He is an amazing actor. I said like three or four years ago when the movie Creed was coming out, he was I almost said that he was going to get nominated alongside, alongside Sylvester Stallone in that movie. I thought that he was absolutely incredible in that movie, and he didn't get anything. And yet again, he has not gotten any love for his performance in Black Panther. I This absolutely just... It just kills me to think about that because and and it didn't even get nominated for screenplay, adapted screenplay. It got nominated for some of the um some of the technical stuff. Um original score it got nominated for, which is good. It got nominated for uh the song All the Stars from the soundtrack, the Kendrick Lamar song. That got nominated. Uh some of the technical stuff, sound mixing, sound editing, production design, all of that. Um but and not even for visual effects, not even that movie didn't Black Panther didn't even get nominated for visual effects. I thought it was the visual effects in that movie were absolutely fantastic. Uh, well, you know, considering the fact that Ryan Coogler, this is his first time delving into 
a big budget movie like this. Uh, he did Fruitville Station and Creed in the past, and those were kind of smaller movies. And this was his first attempt at doing a big budget, big budget blockbuster movie. Uh, period, really, uh, let alone just a Marvel film, but a big budget, big budget movie in general. And the way that, um, and sometimes when smaller directors move toward a bigger budget and they try to do special effects it sometimes it, it comes out great sometimes and sometimes it doesn't really pull off all that well um although marvel in recent years has been bringing on a lot of smaller directors to tell various stories within the marvel cinematic universe and they a lot of them have done a fine job um but ryan coogler did considerably well with this story and the performances in that movie were just off the chain great from everyone involved. Um, but the main two people that I felt were snubbed the hardest in this for this film were Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan. I am hoping one of these days that Michael B. Jordan gets recognition for any I hope he gets recognition for something that he does in the future. If you, I'm telling you all, if you do not know who Michael B. Jordan is or are unaware fully of who Michael B. Jordan is, uh, because a lot of you I know have seen Black Panther, so maybe a lot of you are aware of who Michael B. Jordan is, but maybe or there are some of you who, maybe that's your first time seeing him in a movie um, and are curious as to seeing what he's going to do next or what he's done in the past. I advise you check out the movie Creed uh, because he is absolutely fantastic in Creed. He plays Apollo Creed's son, Adonis Creed, in that movie. It was sort of a continuation of the Rocky franchise, even though it wasn't built as a Rocky movie. It's but it's a continuation of the story. It's Sylvester Stallone as Rocky training Adonis Creed, and he is just an absolute powerhouse of an actor i really do think he is he's one of the best working today and the fact that he just got snubbed again just really really bothers me <laughs> and um and you know you can't leave chadwick boseman out either uh because he's been um this is kind of the first thing that he's done on this grand on this scale uh, I feel like everyone knows who Chadwick Bo Boseman is now um, because, you know, he's he's done a lot of he's done some things in the past, um, namely the two that I think of off the top of my head was when he played um, uh, two real life figures. Uh, he played Jackie Robinson. Um, there was a Jackie Robinson biopic in which he played the title character that I can't um, I can't I can't think of what the name of that movie is off the top of my head would be better if I knew. Um, but he also played uh, James Brown in the movie Get On Up, and he did a great job in that. Um, so he's, you know, he's been around for a while. Uh, but again, 42 was the name of that Jackie Robinson movie. Uh, definitely check that out, too, because he gives a great performance in that. Um, but it's just, I just would have loved to, even though it's great to see that Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture, and I don't think it will win Best Picture. I'll be very surprised to see if it does. Uh, the fact that they'll acknowledge it certainly will be a uh, it certainly will make history as the first comic book movie to win Best Picture. Uh, I would love to see that. I don't think it will, 
but you know, who knows? I mean, the Oscars have been full of surprises, um, for a lot of years. And I have actually saved this snub for last, even though I didn't really say that there was any snubs in any particular order. But for this one, I felt that I've saved the best snub, or actually I should say the worst snub for last. No nomination for John David Washington for the movie Black Klansman. How is this possible? How is this possible? This guy absolutely knocked it out of the park for considering the fact that it was one of the first big performance. I don't know if it was the first performance that he did, uh, but it is certainly has been the movie that has put him on the map. Uh, everybody, every review for black Klansman has said that this guy has the potential to be one of the best ice. Well, I don't know if everybody has said this, but I certainly think that this guy has, has the potential to be one of the best actors in recent years on just off of his performance in black Klansman alone. Uh, and it's really, isn't all that surprising despite uh, considering the fact that he is Denzel Washington's kid, <laughs> but I just, he's the lead in the movie. He is the star of the movie and they don't give him, I don't understand how they can't give him any nominations for it. I do like the flack, the fact that, uh, Black Klansman was nominated for Best Picture. Uh, Spike Lee got a Best Director nomination, and it was his first ever director's nomination, which is just absolutely crazy in itself. Adam Driver nominated for Best Supporting Actor, which is great. Um, but how could but you how could you not give it to John David Washington? He's the star of the movie. It goes back to what I was talking about earlier about Michael B. Jordan not getting nominated for the movie Creed. It's his movie. He's the lead. And they end up nominating Sylvester Stallone for Creed, which granted, I loved the fact that they nominated him for that. The, um, I thought it was just great that he was coming full circle with the Rocky character. And it was great to see that he got an Oscar nomination and I didn't think that he would, but I was nevertheless, I was happy that he got it. But Michael B. Jordan, the lead in the movie was snubbed. And that is the exact same case here for John David Washington, not being nominated for black Klansman. He is the, it's, Oh man, it's just, I don't want to be, and you know, with that being said, I don't want to be sort of, I don't want to sit here and sort of take, I don't want to be like, oh, okay, if I could take one actor out of the equation and replace it with John David Washington, I would do whatever because, you know, I haven't seen, um, there's this one movie that, um, I'm looking at the nomination list here. It says, uh, Willem Dafoe got nominated for a movie called At Eternity's Gate, a movie that I've never heard of before, uh, before the nominations were even put out. And Willem Dafoe is a great actor. Uh, I mean, he's the Green Goblin, for God's sake. And I know that he's more than just the Green Goblin, but that was the first time that I ever saw him in a movie. But it's just... That's one of the, that's also one of these things about the Oscars sometimes too is that they'll often when you hear about the nominations list there'll be certain movies that will get nominated or maybe certain performances that you'll hear about and 
you'll hear about them for the first time and you'll be like, wait, what is that movie? Uh, did anybody even see that? <laughs> but again, it just kind of goes back to that fact. And, you know, maybe they have a list of movies that they know are going to be nominated. Um, the ones that they like the most and they know immediately when they see them. I don't know. I don't know how their process works. Um, but just, yeah, just, uh, the Oscars, again, the nominations list, very disappointing as of usual. And I just really can't say anything more to, I, I, I there's no, there's no more praise that I can give for John David Washington that he hasn't gotten already for his performance in Black Klansman. It was my favorite performance of the year, and I was for sure that he was going to get nominated, and it ultimately didn't happen. But, you know, that's the way that these things go sometimes, you know, and I know that it is all a political game, and I know that, you know, it's all opinions for a lot of people. But, you know, again, um, and also I want to bring up, I can't really comment I don't really like to comment on a lot of the films that are nominated for Best Picture because I haven't seen them yet. I am going to see them in a couple of weeks, uh, and hopefully I can get a better understanding and I can make my own opinions on movies because I don't really like to go off of you know certain critics or Rotten Tomatoes or something like that uh, because you know sometimes they'll you know sometimes someone will say like, Oh, movie's terrible or whatever. And sometimes I'll be like, Oh, maybe I'll be the one that likes it. But, um, but again, it's, I'm, I'm getting a little bit off topic, but, uh, yeah, it's just, man, you did it again. Oscars, you screwed up again. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just absolutely insane. Well, there you have it, folks. Those are my five worst Oscar snubs this year. Those are the ones that I would have loved to have seen get nominated the most out of uh, this year's nominations list. Uh, but, you know, I can't, um, I do want to spread a little bit of positivity uh, for some things that I, because every year when the Oscar nominations list come out, uh, there are some things that I do like um, that are nominated. And um, I'm just going to rattle off a couple of them right now. I do like the fact that, um, Rami Malek was nominated for Bohemian Rhapsody. I am a little bit surprised that it got a Best Picture nomination, considering the fact that Bohemian Rhapsody is a bit divisive for some people. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's got a pretty low score on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's got like in the, in the mid 50s or something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly, I did put Bohemian Rhapsody on my top 10 of the year. I love that film. I can see the problems that people will have with it. Uh, and again, I don't mean to rehash this, but you know, the fact that they got the band's time, there were some things that when they got the band's timeline wrong and all of that, and certain things happened at a certain time that didn't happen in real life and you know, all of that sort of stuff. But, um, I w I am surprised to see that Bohemian Rhapsody did get a best picture nomination. I think it's good. Um, and it's just a cool thing. I don't think I don't think it is going to win. If I had a guess as to say what movie is going to take the best picture win, it will probably either be I would have said a Star is Born maybe a few 
maybe about a month ago, but maybe that's not going to be the case. I would venture to guess that either Green Book or Roma is going to win Best Picture. And uh, again, I haven't seen those films yet. As I said, I'm going to see them in a couple weeks for the Cinemark Oscar Movie Week. And um, so I'll have my official opinions on that matter uh, when I do see those movies. But um, yeah, um, do I think Rami Malek is going to win for Best Actor? I would have said yes immediately right after I saw the movie, but a lot of people are saying that Christian Bale for Vice is going to take it, uh, considering the fact that he became Dick Cheney in that movie. Uh, but I don't know. It feels like it's kind of a, a neck and neck. <clears throat> it's sorry, a neck and neck between Christian Bale and Rami Malek. Uh, I'm also excited to see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse get an animated feature nomination, which is really, really... Uh, fantastic it seems like the academy is starting to slowly but surely recognize uh the comic book movie great to see incredibles 2 getting a best animated feature nominations i was worried that it wasn't going to um but it it ultimately did um I, you know i was i was a little bit worried i was worried going into it going into the movie and i absolutely loved it coming out of the movie and i was a little bit uh concerned that it wasn't going to get an animated feature nomination but no behold they they recognized it um what are some of the other ones that i'm happy to see um another surprise that a lot of people are um another surprise is bradley cooper not getting a director nomination for a star is born um a lot of people said that he was going to, I mean, he not he got nominated for best actor and lady gaga got nominated for best actress but Bradley Cooper for his directorial debut did a really solid job. And the fact that he didn't get a best director nomination is kind of crazy. And the fact that they left him out. Um, but again, I'm not going to replace a name that is nominated and replace it. Cause I feel like it's like, Oh, like this shouldn't have been nominated and blah, 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 blah. Because you know, maybe they're worthy of that nomination. And I don't want to, you know, offend anybody that feels differently uh, because, you know, opinions are subjective and that sort of thing. But that's another one that a lot of people are saying is crazy that wasn't nominated. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what this Oscar ceremony brings. It's already been a controversial Oscar ceremony, uh, in recent months in light of the whole hosting controversy and all of that, which I'm not going to get into. If you followed anything about it, you know, all of what happened. Um, but there it is. Those are my five worst Oscar subs for 2018. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, good night.